guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about creating and launching your thing. How exciting. My name is Dale Solon, as always, joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, Kyle Wood. <laughs> he didn't know when I was going to stop then. That's all right. Um, how are you, mate? You good? Yeah, good. There's always a bit of a pause there. Sometimes I cut it out. Sometimes I leave it in. Oh, leave suspense. it in, mate. It does. Who it is does. Who is talking to Dale this week? Is it Kyle? Is it someone else? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is, uh, the, this is a big episode because we've been talking about this amazing offering, how to do it, what problem you're solving, everything like that. And obviously now, by the time you are listening to this, Kyle, you have created that product, uh, that product and it's time to launch it, get it out there. Mm. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so where would you start with this, mate? Like, I think probably to make sure that you're still, at the end of the day, solving a problem. Because if you're not solving a problem, then... It might just be like if you've listened to a previous episode, uh, my learning with games platform, that it's just sitting there and it's collecting dust. It looks cool. It's got a lot of work of hours into it, but it's not actually doing anything. So where would you start, mate? Where would I start? Good question. Uh, with creating, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, that's a good place to start. Where would I start? Uh, so at this point, hopefully, yeah, I've, I've had an idea. And then I've, I've tested this idea, which we talked about a few episodes ago. So I've, I've, you know, put some social media posts out there or I've like created something for people to download or a series of videos for people to watch or a series of emails for people to read, depending, or yeah, maybe a series of like audios for people to listen to or a combination. And uh, I've charged a low price for that or I've given it away for free and, and it's resonated with people. Either I've sold some copies or people have downloaded it. Uh, and not just that people have downloaded it, but also like, have they, have they emailed me afterwards? You know, um, have I followed up with a survey to check that this is something that, that they actually want to do now, if that hasn't happened, if either you haven't done that or you tested your idea out and it just like fell on deaf ears. Now is the time to go back to the drawing board, either with a new idea or the way you're talking about your thing just isn't resonating with people. So you need to work on your language, but if that's all good you've gotten some interest, then you can go full steam ahead and start putting some time into creating this product. So the first place I would start is work out what my MVP is or my minimum viable product. So this is taking my big idea, which might be, um, I know like, you know, most of our audiences are trainers and our trainers often talk about having some sort of like online training thing with like workouts and nutrition advice and you know there's like all in one package for people uh which would take which is like that's potentially like a hundred hours of of work putting something together like that by yourself yeah if you haven't uh, partnered so what up, mean, like we spoke about do you know what i mean like yeah so yeah partnering up it. will reduce yeah. that it's still a huge project though and yeah. to then do all of that without launching without finding out if this is something people actually want. So that's where the minimum viable product comes in. Cause what that is, it's stripping back your idea to like, what's the most basic uh, part of that. That's going to solve a problem for people that people will pay money for. Um, so yeah, that's really like drawing back, drawing back, drawing back. So like if you were launching your bootcamp for the first time, um, don't add, you know, all this extra clutter to it. Uh, be just focus, you would just focus on like on workouts and you might just focus on like, I'm going to run 12 workouts over four weeks 
and that's like a very minimal, simple thing. Uh, so same thing with this. Um, this is the way like the tech world works and it's super applicable to everything else, which is like start with a very basic version of your product and then based off feedback of the people who use that product, that will tell you what features actually need to add rather than creating this huge thing that's probably going to be too complicated. That's maybe um, outside of your skill set as well. Yeah, and I, I like that as well because uh, then at the end of the day, you just need to solve one problem. If you solve that problem and you do it really well, then people are going to subscribe. People are going mm -hmm. to pay. Yeah. People are going to want your help because you're actually helping them fix something. And for a lot of people that might be, um, is it motivating enough? Is it engaging them so that they will want to move their body? Is it helping mm -hmm. them get off their backside and exercise three times a week? And if that's happening, perfect. Don't worry about all these other things before you do that. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. what I've found from a lot of things I've launched is that my ideas don't really resonate with everyone else. But what happens is if I get one thing that works and then I get feedback, all right, how else can I help you? What other problems do you have? Then yep. that's what I create. Um, and I think that's a hard thing. It's it's not you as the expert saying you have all the answers because at the end of the day, you don't know what everyone needs. You don't know what areas people yeah. are lacking in. And um, if you think, if, if you go do all that without getting any feedback, um, like we just said, you're going to obviously create a lot of content that may be useful one day, but it's probably not going to hit home. And um, if you're time poor, if you want that instant revenue, if you want people to pay, then you, you've got to really get what people want. So um, I think that for me, and one thing we spoke about here, Kyle, is that um, I love creating big, outrageous products. And I'm not very good at what we just spoke about because yeah. When I've got a goal or I've got something I'm really passionate about, I'm really engaged and I'll spend hours and hours and hours creating it. But then I struggle. And this is one thing I, I really battle with still. I don't like selling. And so when I finish it, I just sort of sometimes leave it. Like, do you do you have that problem? Or you're very particular and you're very good at this. I find that, you know, you probably don't do silly things like I do with that sort of, you know, outrageous amount of work for then not launching it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, it probably comes from from the reason I don't do it that way. It comes from two parts. One is like lack of resources. So I've always bootstrapped stuff. So I've never had like a huge amount of money. I'm always limited by what my skills can bring to the table. I've never had like money to like hire like web designers and stuff like that. I've always had to do it or app designers or things like that. I've always had to do it myself because, um, you know, I worked as a trainer and then and then ran this business. And I never had like kind of a, this was never like a, it was a side hustle as I was a trainer, but I never had like, you know, an, a paying job where then I did this on the, on the side. So I always had to be, um, my friend has called, I used this term the other day and I like it and it's like scrappy. Like I had to, had to be scrappy with, um, with the way I approach things. And so when I found out about this, like minimum viable product idea, it was like, oh, that's a way that I, because I have these big ideas too, but that's where I can bring these big ideas to life with less time, less resources and, um, and start earning some money quickly from it, which I can then put back into, you know, developing it. Um, yeah. So that, that's probably been one of the big things. And then this is the other part, which I think some of our listeners will be out of resonate. Like once you have kids, like that's a big chunk of your time, 
you know, pre-kid and you've talked about, you've told me about your work hours and stuff like that. And and I remember that, like, um, I remember launching this podcast and like, that I did in like three days, like interviews, everything, um, just like, you know, out like that. Cause I could work from, you know, the moment I got up till, till basically when I went to bed and not this, this podcast we're doing now, a previous podcast. And, um, like now I just, now I just can't do that. Like that would, well, I could, but you know, the repercussions that would have in like my family life, like really be really disruptive. So I've also got to be thinking about that, like bang for buck. Like I've got limited hours. I've got limited resources. Um, how can I create, how can I solve that problem for people? Um, and then, and still work towards that big vision that you have that like big vision of what it's going to look like. But sometimes I've realized like many times I've realized, Oh, what I thought people want um, actually isn't that important. Like the cost of the time or the money I would have to put into like creating the product in such a way is um, it's actually like low on people's prior, like my customer's priority. So it makes more sense for me to put money into the things that they like really want to see. I think that's a really good point. Um, I suppose when I was starting out my boot camps and then my online stuff, I was still teaching full time. And mm. so anything I made is like a bonus. So I would use every cent I made on my boot camp just to pay for developers, for graphic designers, for web people. And I didn't even think, hesitate once about spending that money because really I, I didn't, I, I looked at it as if I never really had it. It was just sort of like a bonus. So I'd mm. never really thought of it like that, that, um, and, and at the time I didn't have any overheads. I didn't have a mortgage. Um, I didn't have any kids. Like I, do you know what I mean? I, I was in a position where if things didn't work and trust me, when I had 35 apps, I think about 20 <laughs> of them were the, the worst, silliest ideas I've ever had. I know <laughs> I've mentioned that before, but I didn't even care because each one I yeah. learned something, I suppose. So yeah, exactly. um, that's for me, if you've got that attitude, fantastic. Um, yeah. But, you know, if you're listening to this and you are, you're responsible for other people, for other financial things, then yeah, that's definitely not going to be something that you're going to want to do. And like now, I'm, I'm a lot more sensible with ideas and I actually do think of an idea and I plan out, is that going to be beneficial to my brand, mm -hmm. to my mm -hmm. followers, to my business before I just do it? Whereas for about five or six years, I didn't even think I'd just... I'd just reach out, I'd pay and I'd get someone to do it. And then afterwards I'd be like, oh, that's pretty crap. <laughs> so <laughs> but it's like, that's a, that's a useful thing. Cause like you said, all the stuff you learned through that. So I think where like, you know, if, if you have already gone ahead and created your product and you're looking at like, how do I get this in front of people? Like you haven't, and we've talked about this before. It's not time wasted. Mm. Uh, yeah. We're just talking about a, a different way to approach it. And, um, Oh, I had something else that was going to go with that. I had too much coffee today, Dale. Did you? How, how much <laughs> yeah, is too where much? Like the how much is three too coffees? Much? Are three they coffees. single shot or double shots? Uh, well, two of them I made at home, and okay. they're not using it. Like, like uh, one was a pour over, one was a mocha pot, and then one was an a espresso. mocha pot. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, like the stove top. They call stove top espresso sometimes. Nah, and I've got, I went and got yeah, a really good machine. Good. 
I went and got oh, a really did? good machine. Yeah. So, but my coffees, I have I have double shots every time. So yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Woo! I've got so much energy. I've been really trying to cut it down though. Anyway, let's get back. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, because when you're working from home. Anyway, I was just yes, going, we'll get back. I was having way too coffee. many coffees. I was having way too many <laughs> coffees. So, um, yeah. all right. So let's get into this. I reckon one of the hardest things is pricing. So. Where to start? Yeah. And obviously, if you've done, like we said before, if you've tested the waters and, you know, you may have done something for free, where do you start yep. now charging? And this is a hard thing. When you give something away for free to test and then you want to go and charge, don't mm-hmm. always expect those people that, you know, did it for free to actually pay and don't feel mm-hmm. bad if they don't want to. Some people will always just want things for free and they'll never, ever, I suppose, invest. Whereas, you know, that might be... An, you might launch it. And this is what I found as well, Cole, that I'll launch something and it doesn't go very well for a few years or a year or so. But then all of a sudden, for some reason, I find a new audience or I find new people and mm. it goes really well with them. And I know particularly when I launched my fitness game zone, like I, I just didn't know how to, how to, how to promote it, how to sell it or, yeah. or, or really what problem I was fixing. And um, yep. that took me a while, but I found by launching that, that, then I could work on it as it went. So it wasn't perfect. And this is a great point. Like your product doesn't have to be perfect. Like it doesn't have to be at all. But I think you just need to get it out there and start doing something because mm-hmm. you can plan, you can do all this, you can have the right pricing, you can solving a problem. But until you get it out there, like, do you know what I mean? You, you're not going to know. So where do you start with pricing? I know I went on a bit of a rant there, but where do you start with pricing, mate? Like what what is your theory yeah. behind how you come to your bottom dollar? Yeah, good question. Uh, and we talked a little bit about this before. And I think the first thing to think about is uh, how are you going to charge money for this thing? Is it going to be a one-time payment or is this going to be an ongoing, you know, fee? Uh, so, yeah, like same with, you know, so that's really going to impact the way you're going to charge money. Because if it's an ongoing fee, people probably, you know, they want to pay a lot less, but people will often be happy to pay more for a one-time fee because, you know, they don't, uh, they don't really, you know, I can't get the words out. They, um, they won't have to pay anything anymore. So, you know, it's like, like people like, you know, are wary of like subscriptions and things or for a long time they were, although I think now people are less wary of subscriptions because, you know, your phone's a subscription, Netflix, you know, is a subscription, um, you know, even we're talking about coffee then, uh, the place I buy my coffee beans from now has a subscription where you get, you get the coffee, you get the espresso machine. So, so I guess, cause you know, cause of the way things are going now, people having coffee at home. So they, they mail you the espresso machine and you, you lock in for like a certain number of months. Um, and then you get to keep you, they deliver the coffee that includes your coffee delivery each, each month. And then, uh, at the end of it, you own the espresso machine. So like, that's you cool. know, every, everything's a subscription now. Yeah, <laughs> Even getting, it yeah. is. Well, I think yeah. um, with, with that as well, there's, if you haven't read, uh, like I know I spoke about this book, but um, by Mark Randolph, the creator of Netflix and the models yep. that they tried throughout. And they were essentially the first people to ever offer a subscription. Probably not mm. the first ever, but I think it's the most... Well, you think, I bet you 90% of people listening to this podcast have got a Netflix subscription. I know I do. I know yeah. you do, Cole. So think about what makes you 
like when they started, they didn't have all these shows. They weren't, they were just doing DVD deliveries. All right. And they found that people were happy to pay a subscription. um, And as the site grew, the resources, the content grew, um, they, their membership, they, that was how they stuck, got people to stick around, but their business completely changed when they went from individual transactions to a subscription model. So mm. I know, and I know we are both very similar with this, that we used to do a lot of, you know, selling an ebook or selling a yeah. package or whatever. And some people like that. Whereas now every time I create an ebook or a new package or whatever, I don't sell it. It just goes straight onto my fitness games. And I know you do exactly the same with bootcraft because I don't like that constant selling. So when mm. people that are on my email list or my followers, I don't sell anything. I just explain this is what's come out. This is where it is. And so each time yeah. they get an email from me, it's more it's more of something that will help them. And I know you're extremely good at this because you're such a good writer. But every time you notify people, it's a way to solve a solution. It's not constantly selling. And I know yeah, when yeah. I first started out and I, I didn't have a place to put all my resources that I was selling quite a lot and people yeah. don't like that. So that's <laughs> a, that, but again, that come, that, that come from testing and trialing. And that's yeah. essentially what we're talking about now that yeah. you'll never, ever get this right from the start. Yeah. And I think like the pros and cons of each, like obviously if you're selling just like a one-time product, so it might be like a series of workouts for your clients or like a, a month long challenge or something like that, that, um, you you just are you you do have to launch. Like, sorry, I'm talking about pros. So the pro is that once it's created, it's done. You're probably not going to like need to put any more time and energy into this product. Um, you could. That's another thing. Uh, but yeah, it's done. So in terms of like when people talk about passive income, in some ways the regular product is more like a one-time sale product is more passive because you it's created, it's done. You're not going to touch it anymore. Uh, the other pro is that, yeah, for people buying it, that they know that it's going to pay one fee or they, maybe there's a payment plan or something like that. And then they're, they're done and they get access to this product, you know, for life. Uh, the cons are that, um, yeah, you just get the one sale. And if you've only got one product, people buy something from you once and then that's all the money, you know, you'll, you'll get from them unless you bring out like a version two or something like that. So the other con for a one-time product is that usually you have to sort of launch it. Every time you want to sell it, you need to do a whole series, kind of make a big buzz, bring it out, launch it. You can set up ways that it'll like sort of trickle in. You'll get sales trickling in, um, but typically you do a big launch, create a lot of buzz. So that's the downside. Um, Whereas with like a subscription-based thing, the pros are that you've got money coming in people can keep spending money with you. So I've got, can see with Bootcraft now, it's been around for like five years that some people have spent like, you know, $500, $600 with Bootcraft. And there's no way, like I could have brought out that many eBooks or things over the years, you know, to, to do that. But by providing a service that's like really valuable to them, people have been happy to keep paying. And it hasn't felt like, you know, they haven't had to cough up $600 in one go. Because, um, because you know, they've been able to pay it, you know, $10, $15, you know, a month. Then the 
the other pro is like building community and you can do this with a one-time product, but usually if you've got a subscription, if you're interested in building a community around what you do and some accountability and stuff like that, it's much easier with a subscription because people have to keep paying to be a part of that group. And every time they do that, they're kind of like, they're mentally opting in again. Uh, but then obviously cons, subscriptions usually uh, take ongoing work. So you need to be providing something more uh, for people to stay engaged and stay on the platform. Uh, you still want to do some sort of launch with it um, and then maybe launching, but you can probably work out a way to sort of set that up automated. Um, and I guess the other aspect is that you might not, because of the slow build of subscriptions, you might not get as much money up front than you would like selling in like a one-time product which I think you'll agree with. That's like what you were talking about before. With yeah, like, yeah uh, big time. It, it, for Fitness Game Zone, it was kind of like a year or so before well, you sort of started years. getting enough subscriptions to yeah, like like really a, start seeing. Yeah, and I suppose the good thing why, when I launched all of that, that it, I didn't need, like, not that I didn't need the money, but I wasn't relying upon that to, mm. to, to live. And I think that's a massive thing that I always say to people, make sure everything you're creating, it's not income dependent because then you become desperate. Then you become, you know, really hard selling and people don't like that. Whereas what I found was everything I created instead of releasing it as an ebook that it all go in one site and it built credibility. It built credibility for my bootcamp because people could see that I had this online offering as well. But then also every time I would do a workshop, instead of sending them an email at the end and saying, oh, here's everything I mentioned today, I would send them a year mm. subscription a free and they mm. would be able to go straight on the fitness game and check out all the games I, I showed today and I mentioned plus more. And again, then it, it, people were just so impressed because they didn't have to pay for anything else afterwards, but also mm. they got everything we spoke about and they could go through it at their own time and they didn't lose an email. So it ended up saving me time as well. So that can be mm -hmm. another thing that I really like about this sort of launching that it may not be a, a financial income straight away from your product, but you're essentially yeah. putting that on your website or wherever you are it'll really impress your new clients the people that come yeah. that are searching because that's something different that maybe a lot of other trainers don't have or teachers or whoever you are. It's sort of like becoming an expert. So not only will it improve other areas of your business, but it might pay off in a few years time, but as well as that, it gives you credibility and it helps build your brand. So um, yeah. with a product, it's not always, I don't always think it's about the dollars it brings in. It's the value it adds to what you're already offering. Um, and at the end of the day, that is your personal brand. Your business name is your business name. Your personal brand is everything you do. And um, if this resource improves that or adds value to it, then I would really recommend getting it out there and just keep working on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a, the, uh, it's an older example now, but it's a famous example. There's a note taking software called Evernote and it's, it's, you know, it's kind of whatever. Anyway, <laughs> this guy, uh, and I've forgotten his name, but he created a, an ebook called, uh, Evernote essentials. And basically he showed like how he used this product like what, you know, what he did and things like that. So it's just a one-time payment thing, but then periodically he would update it. And I believe 
you have to pay a fee to you know get the new version of it so that way he was still getting some money from people who loved the other book and still wanted to get it but it also gave him an opportunity when he updated it to relaunch it but it became this like real body of work of like how to use this this one uh thing and it you know added a lot of credibility he's gone on to do multiple other projects because of that one book that um that was you know one of these ones that was quite successful uh but yeah definitely having having some sort of product can either lead to more opportunities down the track or um like you said it just adds that credibility that it's like oh my trainer you know also does this online thing and yeah for trainers out there think of the the trainers you follow maybe online who you know they have uh you know like some sort of online membership site something like that i'm not saying you should create exactly what they did in fact you shouldn't but think of how in your mind that makes you think this person's more credible yeah. even though they might have less qualifications we all know the trainers out there who aren't actual tra- trainers <laughs> who run websites teaching people how to exercise and it's like uh yeah, so we actually need you as the people who know what you're doing to be putting out good information out there and mm. uh, creating stuff that's, you know, that's keeping people safe. Yeah, and but I also think with that as well, so um, sorry if you're using examples of myself here, Kyle, but like every time, I, like for example, on Saturday, I'm doing a webinar for the Philippine Education Board and I don't go through all my resources or products or anything like that, but I've got one page on my energetic education website, it's called Resources, and I'll send mm-hmm. them there and up the top, it's got maybe the free offering that I'm talking about or whatever, but then as they scroll down, They'll see my apps, they'll see my membership site, they'll see my podcast, they'll see all these things that I don't even mention. So what it sort of does without sort of selling, in a way, people liked the webinar, they like what I said, they're like, oh, wow, he's got all these other things as well. So it gives you credibility. And I think that's the big the big thing right now is um, how can you stand out in a crowd? Because everybody is doing something online. Everybody is in the mm-hmm. same boat because we've had to be because of old mate COVID. Um, so that's, that would be my big thing that just because it may not, you know, bring in the money straight away, eventually it will, it'll build that credibility. And that's what you need, particularly when we, we get a vaccine or whatever, or life returns to normal. Um, you know, everyone's going to want to go bang. Um, but how are you going to have something of greater value to people? And I think that's where having something besides your face-to-face training, um, is, is essential. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what that, that looks like. Yeah. And it could be uh, anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Think, try and in fact, try and think outside the box. Um, and again, come back to like, what is the most simplest version of that look like? Uh, and, and then based it. off feedback, go from there. And that's probably the other key thing that we didn't really talk about is like, once you've launched within like two weeks, reach out to those people who signed up get feedback and start implementing that feedback straight away. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's when people are first using something. It's when they're like most engaged, they're excited about what you've created as well. Uh, and if you can keep getting feedback, adding features, getting feedback, adding features, getting feedback, adding features, that's basically what you're going to do. Uh, you can keep people engaged and you can create a really, you know, that's how, that's how like really amazing products and services get created. It's not this, just this idea that someone had in their head, unless maybe you're Steve Jobs, but it's the, <laughs> I don't think they're who, listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
most people, the great products get created in an iterative way. So like you create version one, then version two, then version three. But um, you're going to start with like version 0.000001 and you're going to put that into the world, see if someone will pay money for it, then go from there. Yeah. And and I think the, the best thing is just launch it. It's never going to be perfect. Don't wait or say, oh, it's not ready yet or whatever. Launch it, get feedback, improve it, keep going. Um, and the big thing I want to leave you with is don't get disheartened if you don't, if it doesn't sell. Don't, don't let sales but like yeah like and and it is really hard and i know you get yeah i still get it you get down and we spoke about it. like yeah. you did a course last year that you you put all this work into and it didn't go well like i've done yeah. multiple things i know you've done as well the thing is with this don't get down on yourself and don't beat yourself up if it doesn't sell all right that is yeah. the biggest thing be kind to yourself and launch get it out to the world that's i think that's the biggest thing don't be scared put yourself out there and just yeah. do it that's a that and that is a really good point that uh that yeah it it's it like you said i think earlier it's like it's, it probably won't go it may not probably go that won't. well but that's why we've also put together this this sort of like plan this like five step plan because it will help it'll help mitigate some of that it'll take some of the risk out of it it'll make it more likely that you'll get to this point and you'll at least get some people paying and signing up uh and then that hopefully will reinforce in a positive way like continuing to do it but yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely a trial and error thing uh you know like the super successful cases you hear about people making money online uh the examples people use they're not the average they're not the normal they are the exception uh, so yeah just know that going in don't compare yourself to you know this other person who you see being really successful with this um, start where you're at, follow your path. And yeah, you don't know where that, you don't know where that'll lead you. But yeah. um, as my old friend Scott Dinsmore used to say, he's like, you know, serendipity, which is, you know, like things happening that only happens when you show up and put yourself out there. Mm. That's how you, that's how you become a luckier person is Ooh. by showing up and putting yourself out there. You make your own luck. I love that. So true. Um, I think that's a really nice area to finish it today, mate. Yeah, perfect. Right here, right now. <sighs> All right. Uh, did you want to go or would you like me to go, Kyle? Uh, yeah. What's up for you? You tell me. Uh, what's up for me? So... Uh, got a couple of things on the go actually. I I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Just never had the the chance. So I'm on the fitness game zone, always asking for new ideas. And there's been a lot lately on you know virtual engagement starters. So that might be at the start of a, a teaching lesson, fitness mm. session, a meeting, anything like that. Because Zoom dooms here. So to do something different. So um, I put together <laughs> my first ever members only webinar, and it was really nice just to have you know people that we're all part of the community in this one webinar. So I'll try and cool. do a few more of those. They just take a long time to put together, but that was something pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that that's really it. I've got one. I've still not, I haven't signed a contract yet, Kyle, that I know we are speaking about. So hopefully uh, yes. uh, I've got that later this week. Hopefully I can announce that next week, which is something that's I've nice. been working on for two years. Actually, I, I put it out there at that retreat uh, that you did in Phillip Island. So Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, cool. I did. I said I was going to do it and it's obviously taken a lot longer than I would have liked. And that's another good point as well that 
you may think something's just going to, it's a great idea for you, but it, it would take, a, I thought my idea would be very quick to, to create, but it's taken two years and it'll probably take longer. So um, yeah. things don't just happen overnight, but you've got to keep pushing for that. So there's, that wasn't my right idea right now. That's a little bit of motivation for you, but um, yeah, a few exciting things going on. So hmm, what about you, buddy? Awesome. Uh, uh, this week, uh, I just was going to talk about a product I've been using. I've been really enjoying that we're talking about before and it's, it's called brain FM. Ah, so beauty. for all of you who are now, yeah, working on a computer more, you know, as trainers, we're, we're used to maybe working outside and things like that. Um, there, there's a website called brain FM. Um, it's a, it's music that helps you, I guess, focus. Is that uh, that's a, that's what they yeah, got on the website? Well, it's, it's like music. It's music that was. It's just beats essentially that yeah. Help you it's like background music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like you know it's science backed, and I was a little bit skeptical about it. Like I use usually just use Spotify and listen to some tracks on there, but uh, this was like wow. Like within five minutes, I find I'm getting into that flow state. You know, like that people talk about, even with tasks that I don't usually get into flow state with, <laughs> That's um, good. just gets me. And I do find that it eventually has like dimin- diminishing returns, but especially during that like first hour or two of my day, listening to that really um, can just, yeah, just, just like spark things along. So yeah, I recommend that. I was listening to the rainforest focus today. I was like, will this be distracting? But um, it was actually really nice. And I, you, you kind of forget about the music, don't you? Yeah, you, yeah it's, it's really weird. It's and and you don't there's things <clears throat> you don't have to get Brain FM. It's obviously very good for that. But even if you're on Spotify, yeah. I know you can get like concentration music or Brain mm. playlists, and there's stuff mm. on there. But then it stops and starts. I yeah, I found that Brain FM is the best. I know I know yeah. a lot of people that use it. It's um, not very expensive. No, nah, and we don't we're not endorsing it here. It's just something. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think I bought a lifetime deal of it. Uh, couple of years uh, ago and i never uh-huh. i never really used it a lot and uh-huh. then all of a sudden uh, each night now my wife and myself do an unguided meditation so again it's just noise it's just sound yep. um and yep. i i love it mate yeah i i think that's great it, it really does work yeah. doesn't it it's uh yeah yeah so yeah, that was just like something that's been working for me lately and helping with like especially those days where you're like a bit feeling a bit flat in the morning just pop that on uh, and a little tip I noticed, I got a discount through, um, another website I use, um, they're like had a, a discount, but I noticed if you sign up for the trial, um, and then wait like <laughs> two weeks, yeah. um, they offer you like a third, it was like 30 or 50%. I was getting emails discount. So it was pretty steep discount on already cheap price. So just a little, a little tip there. If you're out to, to save some money. Uh, yeah, the Brain FM, yeah, really finding that just really helpful at the moment. So I thought I'd share that. Yeah, cool. And and you're just using it like the app on your phone, or have you got like on? on uh, I use I just use it on the computer. Yeah, oh, okay, so because cool. I've got yeah. my headphones usually plugged into my computer or yep. Bluetoothed in, and then um, yeah, so I haven't tried out the app yet, but I imagine it's the same thing. Yeah, I've just often, plays yeah, music. Yeah, I didn't know it was on the computer. There you go. So I just okay. have I just have it on my phone. So yeah. Um, and what I find as well works really well when if you are listening through your phone, have your phone on silent because then you don't get 
any notifications and for me because mm. they just distract you straight away and that's yeah, yeah. that's the key with anything like this don't have things pop up on your screen or don't have ways to get out of that flow because if you just set 30 minutes aside and listen to this music you'll get mm. an hour's work done like it's crazy yeah yeah, so yeah. But don't don't be distracted. There's too many distractions going on, and this is a way to eliminate those. But <laughs> make sure nothing can even get through to that. I think we could do it. Yeah, maybe a whole uh, whole episode on like good work hygiene. Uh, you know, just in terms of like, yeah, like productivity. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Because I think uh, we're just not used to it, and so many trainers I know their phones are just like dinging all the time it's like real estate agents you know like in that there's like there's no off time it's like never 10 o'clock at night whatever like phones just like going 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 and feel like they need to reply and it's like of course you struggle to get anything done Mm. all right well i think we should wrap it up there as another episode and the completion of our five steps to creating and launching a product just a reminder we did make a pdf for this that's free there's no upsell as of yet we may do something with it later but for now it's just like a free pdf with our our notes so you can read our notes on on the thought process we go through when we're creating and launching a new product you can just download that by putting in your email address um head to the show notes for this episode to find that perfect mate and it's a really nice pdf too kyle kyle put a lot of effort into it so (laughs) go and get it (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, mate. Great Shout episode. out to Canva. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> All right. Great to, to see you and talk to you, Dale. Likewise, Kyle. Be good, everyone. <laughs>